Is this the song that when you and your friends, Lindsay, you're at a bar, if it comes on, you're all like, maybe. Like, totally. Is this, this is the, what, it, there's just, there's a, a word for that kind of song of a gener. This is like a generational song, right? But it's this okay. is yours. Yes. Right. But do you get, do you get, do you get it? I mean, it was real far-fetched, but. Wonderwall. Who sings it? Uh, the Goo Goo Dolls. No. No. Who is it in? Oasis. Oasis. Oh, (laughs) Outdoor Oasis. It's our Outdoor Oasis show. It's Oasis event. Wow. That is like, that's a deep cut right there, Andy. That's pretty good. That's like. Don would have gotten it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, what what are you saying about Schwanny? He knows what's going on. Hi, Schwanner. No, music music ended when the Beatles broke up in 1970. Oh, well, yeah. Sure thing. Dave, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Oasis. Good morning. That's good. I didn't. I heard when I listened to it the first time. I'm like, oh, that's good. I go, yeah, Wonderwall. I know that song. And then then I couldn't. I didn't make the connection. But good job. Good job. How's everybody doing? Everybody happy? Everybody good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little I'm standing here a little embarrassed and and ashamed actually. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I I wasn't going to bring was, it up, but what happened? Well, I thought it was Sunday morning rather yeah. than Saturday morning, and at six o'clock we should have had Andy Mazur Sports, but we didn't. I had a My tremendous fault. cast waiting My for bad. everybody. Mm-hmm. My bad, and I apologize. Yeah, the thing is, you two are like amigos. Right? I was going to give something away. Oh yeah, too. we are. <laughs> <laughs> well. No. Maybe next time, right, Andy? I don't know. Oh, no. well. Maybe next know. time. <laughs> well, that's If okay. I do it at 7 o'clock, there's no excuse. Well, I'll throw exactly. something at him at 7. Right, yeah. right. The, the, I think that for Andy, the biggest thing is like, man, I could have come in later. Exactly. Right? That's the big... Yeah. <laughs> that would have been... Had I known. Better. Right, exactly. Well, it's... Look, we all make mistakes. Everything's good. Everything's good. Nice to be back uh, this morning. A big thanks to uh, Wendy for sitting in last week. We had a bunch of... Uh, guests sitting in, right? I think we had somebody from Center Guard Plumbing and from Cobblestone Remodeling and Arnold Electric, which is very nice. I got a new knee last week, which is why uh, I couldn't uh, be with you today. Uh, I'm doing the show sitting on a stool with one leg on the floor, but I'm okay. I'm good. That's good. I'm you good. look great. Uh, well, thank you. We'll talk a little bit more about it later. Uh, I, I think the, the there's a bunch of learning lessons in all this. One is we should all put grab bars in the shower. No matter what. Hmm. Right? I think that from now on, when you remodel your bathroom, I don't care how old you are or how spry and healthy you are, there should be at least one grab bar. Because when you go to take that first shower, you know, when you're allowed to go take that first shower, which is amazing, it's like a, literally an out-of-body experience, <laughs> you really want a grab bar. <laughs> Just in case. Right? Did it turn out okay for you? Does what? Oh yeah. I don't know. Like oh no no no. But you're like a nervous wreck because you're like, yeah. if I fall, yeah. If I slip oh. and fall, it is not going to be good. No. So, I think moving forward now, when anyone ever calls, like, and there's really nice grab bars you can buy, right? That they, they don't have to look like a you know, hospital grab bar. Although those are fine too. We talk about our friends over at Access. They'll put in a grab bar for you. But if you're remodeling, plan a grab bar. Just one, like a, maybe one on the shower wall. You know, the one where the shower head is, you're standing there coming at you. Just a little one. Just something to hang on to. Just in case. Right? Just in case. Glad you're okay. 
Right. And then the other thing is, I'm a little concerned that I never got the T-shirt that said, Original Parts 1964. Because now I can't ever buy that T-shirt. Because I don't have Original Parts anymore. <laughs> right? You know, have you seen those T-shirts? I have. No, I haven't seen Yeah. That. Whatever year you were born, yeah, you know you get, and they're like kind of classic looking shirts, and says all original parts, nineteen sixty four. Hmm. Yours, Lindsay, would say all original parts, nineteen eighty eight. Nineteen ninety. I went eighty eight. Oh, eighty eight. I see. what you did there. I'll take that too. <laughs> so anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Uh, but we do have something new this morning. Um, so we, when we were in Ireland, we. Um, we created these House Smarts pins, and I got to get Andy and Schwani and Don. I got to get those pins out to them as a little, nice. a little, a little gift. Um, so I'll send those out real quick. But what we're going to do now, when we do our first call, you know, our "Don't call us, we'll call you" deal. Well, who, when we when you line up that call, whoever that is, we're going to get you a House Smarts radio pin. So let's get going. Hi, Lou. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Good morning to you. Thank you, and thank you for taking my call. Sure. So, Lou, I I live in my parents' home. They had it built about 40 years ago. They have a white water whirlpool jacuzzi, which is original to the house. But when I turned the timer on, nothing happened. I turned it on two years ago. It worked perfectly fine. But last year when I filled it up, turned it on, nothing happened. So I thought maybe there was a reset button. So I opened up the, the panel. Um, I didn't see a reset button. I don't see an outlet. The company that built the jacuzzi, uh, manufactured jacuzzi, is out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, my neighbor also had the same problem. She contacted a plumber. They said it was an electrical problem. We contacted electricians. Um, they said that we can't find anybody to service it. I checked the circuit box. It's not that. Um, okay, so wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So okay. the tub, there is a, a dedicated circuit in your um, panel that operates the tub? No, I went to the main circuit box to see if... if right, but is, there, but is there anything labeled there that says Whirlpool tub? Yes. There is? Yes. And that is on as far as you know? Yeah. Okay. And do you know if that tub, that circuit, does it look different than the rest? Is it a GFCI circuit, or is it? Does it look like all the other breakers? I don't recall. I think it looks like all the other breakers. Okay. Now, when we go back up to the tub, you said that you took a service panel off. When I'm when I'm looking at the tub, are there is there one service panel or two service panels? There's one service panel. It's a three-step up, and the entire jacuzzi is encased. In tile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. But when you, when, <laughs> and when you take that service panel off, you cannot find the electrical connection? I cannot. I can see the motor. You would have to crawl in. I cannot see the other side of the motor, in which maybe that's where the reset button and everything else is. But okay. I see nothing. And as far as, so what you see the motor, and you don't see the electrical feed to the motor, 
when I'm on the other side, like in other words, that's not in a uh, where that motor is. There's not a, a closet or anything that backs up to it where there might be another access panel. No, it's facing the exterior wall. Okay, my guess is is that that circuit, because of the age of this unit, my guess is that that circuit feeds an outlet that's a GFCI outlet. You know, one of those outlets that gets reset with a button, like in the kitchen? Correct. Mm-hmm. And that outlet is no good. But we gotta find, we got to find that outlet. So right. when I'm, okay, so when I'm looking at the tub and I'm looking at the access panel, is the access panel on the left or the right? The access panel is on the left, which is in the bedroom. Okay, hold on. So what do you mean it's in the bedroom? The access panel, you, you're you in the bedroom when you open the panel, or you're in the bathroom? I'm in the bedroom. It's the primary bathroom. Oh, okay. So the okay. access panel is okay. just, yeah. And the tub? And there's an outlet there. There's an outlet in the in the bedroom. On, on that wall, yes, but nothing's connected to it that I can see. Okay. And when I'm looking at the tub, you said it's all wrapped in tile. There's no panel in the bathroom that you can access, correct, on the tub itself? Correct. No. Okay. In, in order to make, you, you may have to either make the panel, access panel bigger. This makes no sense that they would have had to have accessed that outlet somewhere from that panel. They would have had to. No way, no how they could have done that. So, but you may have to make that hole bigger so you can see what's going on. The biggest thing is you got to find the power source of the motor and that's and test that first. If you have power there, then we at least diagnose that, okay, I got power coming to the unit, but, um, you know, but it still doesn't work. Well, then it's a motor issue, right? We just need to kind of do our little Inspector Clouseau to find out what's going on. Well, couldn't an electrician do that, find where it is? Well, electrician could do that, um, but the electri- all the electrician will do if you hire them will be exactly what I said, the first step to say, but they may have to open up a wall to do that. Now, you know, I would love to send you the folks at Arnold Electric, but I don't think they go to Country Club Hills. So um, I think that what you probably have to do is find a, a, a licensed electrician in your area, explain what I just said, and, the, you know, the thing, the thing what you have to be remember, is, Stephanie, is they could do all this work and still not be successful, and you're paying them just to figure it out. Well, that's the problem. We've called the electricians, and they said they don't service it. So maybe so maybe what you do is you don't... Okay, so you have a... So the way you describe this to the electrician is, I'm not looking for you to fix my jacuzzi tub. I'm looking for you to determine for me where the power source is to this unit, and if, in fact, it's live. That's all I want. Okay. Right? And so that's where you start with the electrician. And then from there, if they say, Hey, lady, you got power. It's the tub that's no good. Then you have to make a decision about what you want to do with the jacuzzi tub, whether it, you know, it's not made anymore, you may want to replace it with a different tub. I mean, there's all kinds of things you could do. 
which means an, a remodel, an entire remodel wow. in the bathroom because it takes up so much real estate. Correct. correct. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. Right. I under, I completely understand, Stephanie, and I got to let you go because I'm bumping up against time. That this kind of stuff does open up Pandora's box, but always remember what's at the bottom of Pandora's box: hope. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Uh, this is our Outdoor Oasis show, sponsored by the Barbecue Authority. Best selection, best prices, most knowledgeable staff, the Barbecue Authority. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Good morning. I'm almost to work, so I don't have time for the word of the day, but I am an OR nurse, and I have two hips and one knee replaced. So I can give you a couple hints on a... Uh, helping you with your pain in your knee. Oh, my gosh. You know what? All my nurse friends tell me, they just say, ice, ice, (laughs) ice. Keep up with the ice, right? But there's more. Oh, go. Wear your compression socks. Wear your compression socks that they gave you to keep uh, the legs from swelling. Yeah. That'll help with the healing and the pain. And then did they give you the foam uh, prop? Uh, No. A little foam wedge? On Amazon, you can get a foam wedge. Sleep with a fat foam wedge and keep your leg elevated, and it'll keep the swelling down when you're laying down. It's medical talk here on WGN Radio in the morning. Uh, After the 630 (laughs) News, we're going to talk about polyps. No, I'm kidding. That's so nice of you, Wanda. Are you you still a a working nurse now? Yes, I'm a University of Chicago in surgery. Oh. Uh, but there's one more thing they might not have told you. Okay. There's a, large, there's a large percentage of people, once you get your knee replaced, you cannot kneel on it once it heals. I cannot kneel on it? Well, there we go. I'm changing my religion. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I've always, you know, I, I don't think the Lutherans kneel. I'm going to go become a Lutheran. Really, I can't kneel. That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. So far, so yep. good. Uh, that So far, so good. But I, I will take all the help I can get. That's it's um, The whole thing is amazing. It really is quite amazing. Yes, it is. It is. Right, and we, hips are much better than knees. That's what everybody says. I would, that, I would think it's exact opposite. But everybody says hips are easier oh, than no, knees. No. That's crazy. No, that's just a ball and socket where the knee's a hinge. And um, if you don't do your exercises and you get um, stiffness in there, yeah. a scar tissue, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hard, even more hard to get down and back up again. Yeah, that's good advice. I'm, do, I'm doing everything they're telling me to do. I'm Whatever they're telling me to do. I'm, I'm a rule follower, Wanda, so I'm doing it. Yep. And well, even after you're done with your therapy, keep doing your flexion exercises every day. This is Wanda Talk, Wanda Vision here on WGN Radio. Wanda, you're <laughs> awesome. Have a great day. Thank you for doing the work that you do. Uh, us people that are sick and need your help really do need all the great yeah. nurses that are out there. So thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. All right. Drive carefully. Be well. 857-557-4LU. 631 in the morning. We're going to head into the WGN Radio newsroom and check in with Dave Schwan. You know, talking about our outdoor oasis and how to do that while planting outside is certainly um, something that we can all get around. And hopefully we don't have any issues with uh, frost coming. It's one of my favorite things to do is to do the plantings. Unfortunately, I'm not able to uh, do that this year, bending down. So I have to rely on others. But one of the things that I noticed, you know, we own a couple hardware stores and we sell live goods this time of year. But I've also been to other garden centers prior to uh, being uh, laid up a little bit. 
And I've noticed that the quality of the products that are out there are really good. A couple of years ago, it wasn't the case. And I don't know what the story was in the, uh, with the growers and stuff. You know, we in this area, uh, in the Chicagoland area, uh, most of the growers get a lot of their stuff from, uh, excuse me, most of the retailers get a lot of their stuff from growers in Michigan. Michigan seems to be really um, uh, a hot spot for uh, growers for all these different stuff. We were just talking with the Proven Winners people. They're based in uh, Michigan as well. That is... I, I know they're part of the show and they're, uh, you know, a sponsor, but I've used the Proven Winners product for years and years and years. It's just really high-quality stuff. And whether it's their uh, flowering shrubs, which is what we talked about a little bit ago, or even their flowers themselves, really high-quality. And now, you know, we've got a couple of these products that we're talking about that are kind of newer to the area. I love this Coast of Maine line that's out there. Um, all these organic um, fills that are made from the byproduct of the seafood industry. So, all, I mean, literally all of the stuff that comes from the lobster industry in Maine, they're crunching that up instead of going to landfill, and they're creating this nutrient-rich organic soil conditioner to use in whether it's your raised beds or in your garden. And I love that. There's such a trend right now with um, people wanting to, you know, get away from harsh chemicals, right, and herbicides and that kind of stuff. And so the natural stuff's the way to go. It's a little more work, there's no question. But, um, you know, if you're going to get out there and do some gardening, some fresh topsoil uh, mixed into, I've got a little raised bed garden that we have not planted anything, but I've got some mushroom compost, which I'm a big fan of. Um, the Coast of Maine stuff's really good. And then we've talked on this show about pit moss, which is this uh, upcycled from the paper industry uh, version of a of a peat moss that is not mined, and the whole idea behind that is it kind of puffs up. You know what it almost does? It makes the um, it makes the soil like a um, like a slurpee. You know how like when you have a slurpee, the the it's kind of foamy, but there's the liquid. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not yeah. a slurpee guy, but you know how. Well, the only reason I bring that up is I watched that movie Air last night, you know, about the Michael Jordan thing. And there's a scene where he fills up a Slurpee and it came to me (laughs) as I watched the movie that, you know, peat moss is kind of like a Slurpee. So you add it to the because what they you know, think about it. If you go to a Slurpee, you get a Coca-Cola Slurpee, right? Right. Where it's just Coca-Cola, but it's a Slurpee. Well, it's the Coca-Cola, but whatever they do to make it a Slurpee, it goes You know, it foams up. So when you use the pit moss and you put it in your soil, well, it's the soil, but then the pit moss kind of expands a little bit so more air and nutrients get in there. See what I mean? I think there's a marketing idea there. I do. (laughs) Just one hour. I'm not on any of the narcotics. I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) uh, This is just coming to me naturally, I swear to God. So anyway, get out there and do some gardening. It's one of my favorite things to do. As our guest said, happy gardening. All right. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom, 857 557 4 
888-557-4568. Don't go away. More House Merch Radio is coming up. Andy, by the way, that was an amazing sportscast. Well, thank you. I've been waiting for a couple of hours to bring that to you, so I was very well-versed. Really, really good. <laughs> I mean, it's. I've actually called Dave Plyer, and I'm going to see if we can get that into the Museum of Broadcast Communications as one of the best ones ever. If you could only see the look on Dave Schwann's face right now. Oh, come on, Dave. We're just kidding. <laughs> No I know. I Had know. you not pointed it out, My, nobody. I wasn't even going to say anything. We're Andy and I are friends again. As I, I know you guys are good buddies. Yeah. So. As I told him, if that's the worst thing that happens to us today, we'll consider ourselves very, very <laughs> exactly. lucky people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, I, I do have a quick question here. Are we going to have a word of the day today? Um. Well, we I, I did talk with her about that. Evidently, the word of the day is still in process. Okay. Last okay. week, okay. she didn't do the word of the day because Wendy was filling in. And then this morning, I did point it out this morning that it was an omission from the rundown. So we will have a word of the day. She's working on it as she's taking her call. But, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, and I, I don't, so, you know, one of the things Andy and, and Dave and Lindsay and, and Bob Ferguson, as we age, one of the things that I think I've mentioned to you that my wife and I have become like a pact is that as we get older, and we all know this, right? We will run into people, especially people that are our age or older, and you're like, Jim, how you doing? Oh, you know, I just had back surgery. Like, you know how people lead with the medical? Yes. So I don't want to ever do that, right? <laughs> I, I never want to do that. As I, and we've, my wife and I have made a pact. So, Mary Beth and Lou, how you doing? We're doing great. Oh, my God, we're feeling great. Like, we can tell each other, like, oh, my back is killing me, that kind of stuff. But we're not going to lead with that, right? So... I mean, I don't really want to talk a lot about my knee replacement surgery, but then Steve Alexander uh, just sent me a bunch of things that I think might be helpful. It says, uh, this is just for me, he says. Two doctors worked on my knee surgery. It was a joint operation. <laughs> All right. Uh, what kind of pasta do knee surgeons like to eat? Macaroni. Right? Got no macaroni. My doctors and nurses had pizza after my surgery. They had pepperoni pizza <laughs> right okay uh what's my favorite condiment mayonnaise okay that's a little bit what what do you call a guy with a toe growing out of his knee <laughs> tony this is my favorite tony <laughs> <laughs> that would be your favorite one uh did you hear about the guy who had his knee replaced with a magic eight ball he has a prosthetic he has a Pro, he has a prophetic prosthetic. Okay, which I can get that one. Which knee is prosthetic. Mickey Mouse? What? Yes, thank you. Which knee is Mickey Mouse's favorite knee? Minnie. Disney. Oh, that was close. <laughs> Minnie would have been good though. Yeah. What do you call a knee that can grant you three wishes? Well, I'd be a genie. Very good. If this knee replacement goes bad, I'll need a. New knee. <laughs> New knee. That's what I was saying. <laughs> attorney. Oh, oh attorney. <laughs> oh, even better. So there you go. Those are my knee jokes for today. 857-557-4, Lou. 857-557-4568. Can I tell you how excited I am about the Noodaloo 2 that's coming up after 730 this morning? It is like jewelry for your condensing unit. Wow. Did you use that line? No, I wish I had that. Oh, my gosh. Uh. It is jewelry for your ugly, nasty condensing unit. So excited. Coming up after 730 this morning. 
Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. This is Ellen in Palos Heights. Ellen, good morning. You're on House March Radio. Good morning. I have a question for you. Yep. Um, I have grubs. Last year I had grubs in my yard, and um, I heard you tell someone how to treat those grubs. Right now, today, right now, today, I want you to go to the hardware store, the garden center, and buy a bag of the Bayer, B-A-Y-E-R, 24-hour, all-season-long grub killer. Okay. I want everybody to do this. Everybody says, oh, I'm going to wait till June. It's a weird year. Put the grub killer down now and stay ahead of the game. And what I would do, honestly, is I'd put it down now. And we've had a little bit of rain, you know, so it's kind of perfect. And I would put it down again in September. Okay, so now in September. Yes, for sure. Okay. I gotta. You, I got you. you. I gotta get out there and do it myself. I'm just waiting to be able to walk to be able to do it. But that's my plan. You know what? I did it in April, the beginning of April. I got some of that Grubex. Right. And I did it in April, and then I got another brand or so. That's for, good. I don't know. I guess it was on sale. Is that okay? Yeah. And then so I'll do the. I did the one in April, and then I'll do another one in September. So you did something in April already. Yeah, I did it in April. Okay. Already. Yeah, because I remember May, you telling me that. So then let's let's uh, uh, so instead of September, then let's since you did April, let's do that one. Um, let's do that one um, mid July. Mid July. Thank you so much, Lou. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. I appreciate you calling this morning. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. We will take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Eight five seven. Five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Sally in Westmont. Hi, Sally. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, Lou. Um, happy to talk with you. I have three plumbing issues. One, the faucet in my upstairs bathroom drips and I can't shut it off. Two, the faucet, uh, the toilet downstairs flushes all by itself when nobody's using it. And three. Um, the, the one upstairs leaks. When I flush it, it won't, that round thing doesn't seal. I have to push it down to make the water stop running. Okay. All right, well, let's start with the faucet, the one that leaks that you can't shut off. You said that's in a vanity? Yes. And when you put your hand under there, is it dripping hot water or cold water? Cold water. And is it a single, drip. Is it a single handle or a double handle faucet? Two handles. Okay. So on that cold water side where the uh, where the handle is, if you shut the water off under the sink uh-huh. and, and you take that handle off, there's probably like a, either a screw or the little cap that pops off and then there's a screw inside there. That comes off and there's either a little retaining nut or a clip that holds that cartridge, which is the valve, okay... And if you take that out, you just pull it out. Sometimes they unscrew, depending on the style of the uh, faucet, but most likely it just pulls straight out. And if you take that to the hardware store and say, I need one of these, it should cost you about 10 bucks. And that's all done underneath the sink? No, that's above the sink. You have to turn the water off under the sink, but you're, okay. taking, you're taking the handle off on top where you oh. normally turn it on. Oh, okay. 
and then you're taking okay. that cartridge out to take to the hardware store. Okay. Now the two toilets, the two toilets sound like a similar issue that you need to replace the um, that you need to replace the flapper. Okay. And depending the one, on, dep- by the one the one that's connected to the chain and the handle. Okay. Now, okay. they make, I don't know what type of toilets you have, they make what they call universal, but that's, they're not 100% universal, but they are. But if you took a picture, if you popped the lid off the toilet, and then you took a picture, okay, then... Of the inside. Yeah, of where that valve is, and then went to the hardware huh? store and take a picture of each toilet if they're not the same, and buy okay. buy new flappers. That Remember, that's all clean water down there, so... You're right. going gonna to pop the old one off, and then the rim that it closes onto, just take a sponge and kind of huh. wipe that up a little bit, because sometimes there can be a little bit of a slimy residue there, and you just want to oh, okay. make sure that you get a nice seal. Oh, okay. Okay. I can do that. Yeah, and then, right. you know, if you do this all yourself, Sally, you're, you're, you know, this isn't going to cost you $20. Oh. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm 88, so I don't know if I'll do it myself. But I I have a son-in-law that'll probably come Perfect. over and do it. For Perfect, me. even better. But you know what? But I I went to, I saw an ad in the church paper, you know, and I called this guy up. He said I had to replace this thing, and I had to replace both of the toilets. And I said I don't think that so. That doesn't. That doesn't. So you, no. that that, yeah. that sounds so, like, that doesn't sound right. No, it didn't sound right to me either. So you saved me a lot of money. Good. So, thank you so much. You have a great day. Appreciate you yep. calling this morning. 857-5574-LOU. 857-5574-568. This is Marie in Plainfield. Hi, Marie. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have two questions. Number one, I have a friend that lives in a condo in Glen Ellen, and she wants to take out her bathtub and replace it with a walk-in shower. Awesome. And she's having a hard time finding somebody that will work in a condo building. You have a pen or a pencil? I suggested. Yeah, I got one. Allaboutaccess.com. Allaboutaccess.com. And that's all one word? Uh Sure. Uh, they are a company that this is all they do. Um, actually, I have a phone number for you as well. Ready? Okay, great. 844-455-4387. They're a company that's all about keeping you in your home and making it more accessible and uh, doing a really nice job. And these walk-in shower systems, they, you know, they work in three different states. They've been around for a very long time. If I get one review about how good their work is, Marie, I get 10. Okay. The, um, the other question is, well, this is the third question. Um, can, they do this job in a, can they do this job in a day because she's only got the one bathroom? Uh, I doubt it. Okay. I mean, if we're okay. ta- if we're well, ta- if we're taking out a tub and doing all that kind of stuff, I think that probably, you know, if we're if we're trying to figure out a way to you know make this like the bathroom that she wants, then, um, you know, either I'm going to go with a friend for a couple of days, or I'm going to check into a hotel for a couple of days. 
Okay. You know, okay, it's just part, part, part of the cost of the whole process. You know what I mean? But you want to be able to allow, I mean, they, they can do it in a timely manner, but I don't think you're going to get it in a day. Okay, great. Okay. The other question I have is we just moved into a brand new home here and we have an unfinished basement and it's creating a lot of dust down there. Mm. How long before we can seal the floor, somehow seal it? And I'm not quite sure what, I mean, we, our former home, we put epoxy down a couple years ago, yeah. and um, how, kind of how, how new? How new? How new? When was the home built? Um, well, the garage floor wasn't poured until sometime January or February. We moved in April third. Okay, but this is a garage or basement? Basement. Oh, okay, you just said garage. So the basement floor. Well, we, okay, yeah, the old house had. Uh, oh, I see. Garage. I see. I see. Okay, and you're when you sweep up, you're just feeling the dust on that concrete. Yeah, and right now what we're doing is we're changing shoes every time we go downstairs oh to walk gosh. around in there. Yeah. Um, let's do this. Um, you're good to do it now. I would. What I would do is I would vacuum the floor. I would damp mop the floor. Okay, and then if you want, you can just use a clear concrete sealer over the top of this. Okay. And okay. one of the and and one of the ones that will do a really nice job. Eventually, do you think you may finish the floor, like finish um, the basement? Yeah, probably at some point. Yeah, probably. Then, then let's, not sure right now. Then let's go ahead. Let's spend a little bit more money on the sealer and use a product called Bone Dry. Is it B O N E? Yep. And if you go to BoneDryProducts.com, they this flooring sealer is used commercially when they do like uh, retail stores and whatnot over concrete. So then they put flooring over the top of it and it, and it penetrates like the top inch of the floor. It'll control the dust, but it'll also control the moisture, which long-term is what you want. It costs more than other sealers, but it's well worth it. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you very much for your taking my call. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Appreciate it as well. 857-557-4LU. When we come back, jewelry for your condensing unit right after this report of news with Dave Schwann. Good times, noodle salad. Our Noodle 2 is sponsored by ChevyDriveChicago.com. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. Um, and that is true. You do. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. So uh, this thing came to me, and I saw it, and I immediately said to Lindsay, this is a Noodle 2. One of the things that when you're outside, nobody loves the look of the air conditioning unit. And the other thing is, there is a phenomenon where thieves come and steal the condensing unit. They cut the line, they take it because it's full of copper. That's like a thing. We did a noodle two years ago with a company that made like a, a girdle. Remember that? It was like this, you bolted it down and it kind of, remember that? It kind of went over the top and you put a lock on it and it was, yeah. it wasn't attractive, but it was, it was functional, right? Because, you know, A, when they cut the condenser, all that uh, refrigerant goes into the atmosphere, not good. And um, and then they take the unit, and it, it costs a fortune to replace it. This not only makes it look better, but can solve that problem, too. Take a listen. 
Whether you have a mini split or a central AC installation, the outdoor unit of your system, the condenser, isn't always the most attractive. However, it's essential because its job is to release or collect the heat for your HVAC system. But it's noisy and it doesn't look all that great in your backyard or your balcony. Now, there are plenty of creative ways to hide or cover the condenser of your air conditioning system. A natural hedge, a wood fence. But this morning, we want to tell you about this weekend's new Tulu 2, an aluminum cover from Air Deco. The Air Deco aluminum covers are a great option to cover your air conditioning unit. An AC cover can help significantly increase the life of your air conditioning system, helping to prevent leaves or branches from getting inside your condenser or obstruct the ventilation of your system. The right AC cover will provide the right amount of protection against tree debris. An AC cover can also help protect your unit from harsh weather conditions such as snow, hail, and strong wind. The Air Deco cover has the added benefit that it can stay on your condenser year-long, unlike mesh covers, which can only protect during wintertime. In certain states, hailstorms can cause significant damages to your air conditioning system, but the Air Deco AC cover is made of durable aluminum that acts as a natural protector against severe weather conditions. Regarding noise, those condensers can make a ton of it while the system is operating. If the unit is located close to your outdoor living space, all that noise can disturb your peace. The Air Deco cover reduces the noise of your system up to 30% so you can enjoy more of that peace and quiet outside. Pricing for the Air Deco cover starts at $399 for the mini split and goes up to $629 for the big daddy. You can find out more and see how pretty these things are or are going to make your AC units look by checking out the House Smarts YouTube channel. But hey, while you're there, be sure to click that subscribe button. Have you seen the trend, Lindsay, in outdoor fencing where the boards... Now imagine uh, imagine the fence, like uh, the fence that was around your yard, right? The vertical boards, you know, the fence panels. But then... There's a trend in fencing where the boards are horizontal, and they have like a little gap, right? And it's kind of a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this reminds me of. Right. So, right, it kind of has that. It's a. It's just a cap, right? It's a square, vented cap that just makes everything look so much nicer. And um, they're not cheap, right? But um, it isn't the type of thing that. You're going to basically buy it once. And um, I guess the only, the only issue is that as condensing units become more efficient, they tend to get a little bigger in size. You know what I mean? So the one you buy today, I would say if you're going to buy one, like, hey, I just got my AC done a couple of years ago. You're the perfect candidate. Um, but don't be surprised if 10 years from now, you're like, oh, got the new one. It doesn't fit. Now, if it's smaller, that's okay. But if it's bigger... That would be problematic, uh, but I really, really like it. I think it's, uh, I think it's really cool. Jewelry it, for your AC condensing unit. Yeah, right. So it just kind of blings it up a little bit, right? I kind of like it. It's really kind of nice. So uh, I do like it. So um, check it out. Go to our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com/slash HouseMartsTV, and you can see the information there as well. Eight five seven. Five five seven four. Is this Brian? Is that who I got on line one here? Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Brian calling in from. Uh, where are you at, Brian? You're in Chicago. How can I help you, sir? Yeah. Hi, Lou. Um, yeah, I'm in Chicago, but I actually have a cottage uh, near a lake, 
and I'm having some problems with uh, animals getting underneath my foundation. Well, it's not really a foundation. It's just on um, concrete blocks, and they found their way through some uh, aluminum and some rock and everything. So I put some chicken wire down. I put some bigger rocks, and they found a way right underneath there. So I was wondering what would be the best way to fix this problem. You're up on Mirror Lake by Ishnala? No, no, I'm uh, in uh, Lake Schaefer, Indiana. Oh, Lake Schaefer, Indiana. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Mirror Lake. I got all excited there for a second. Okay. Um, Well, keep doing what you're doing with the rocks, but then I also want you to apply a a repellent called Repels All by Bonide. Okay. It's a super effective repellent. Um, I had an issue at a property we were working on with a skunk, and the skunk was hanging out underneath this crawl space, and um, I could see, yeah. I could see where the hole was. And <clears throat> so this is a little trick, okay? And, and this is what I want you to do. So you said that you found a spot where they're coming in and out, right? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what they are. My neighbor says there's a lot of raccoons. Okay. But- I'm thinking it could be a groundhog. I don't know. Don't. I haven't seen them. Don't cover the space up. But what I want you to do is I want you to buy this bottle. It's like a gallon jug, and it's a granular. And all around the area where you're trying to keep them out, I want you to sprinkle this. But in the area where you think they're coming and going, I want you to stuff some newspaper. Loosely. Not, but just, you know, kind of jam it in there. And so... I want you to pay attention to that newspaper. And so, like, if you do everything I just said, you put the newspaper in, and then the next day you see that the newspaper is out, well, then we know we're still coming and going. Sprinkle a little bit more, put the newspaper. You want to, these animals are creatures of habit, and we want to make their life miserable, right? The other thing that you can try is where this this, uh, hole is, okay, if you got a little, you know these little clamp-on, clip-on lights that you can buy, at, you know, like shop lights that got the little spring clip and you put a light bulb in it? Yeah. Put an LED light bulb in there, like equivalent of 100 watts, and lay it right by that hole and plug it in. It's going to use hardly any electricity hmm. whatsoever, but it's going to be lit up at night. If they're raccoons or there's something at night that are nocturnal, they don't want all that light. So they're going to be like, it's light. It smells bad. I don't want to go here anymore. As soon as you see the newspaper not being a problem and you don't see any evidence of other holes, if you do use newspaper there as well, you know you solve the problem. Okay. And then fill it in. And then with that repels all, just kind of put on your calendar that once a month, sprinkle a little more around there. Okay. Great. All right, bud. All right, thanks so much. Have a great day. Appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. Today's Outdoor Oasis show is sponsored by Proven Winners Choice Color Shrubs. No, how about Proven Winners Color Choice Shrubs? Either way, they're trialed and tested for your success. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Well, we have a house that's over 60 years old. And our front steps are showing the wear from the winters mainly because the house faces north, mm. and uh, we don't get much sunlight. And the only one that really uses the front steps is the mailman. But we're thinking of getting something unglazed porcelain tile for concrete stairs. We have about 
a total of four steps uh, yeah. to the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I was trying to pick your brain on this. How wide are the How wide are the steps? Uh, probably about four feet. Okay, and is there a ra- I, I is never there, measured? Is them. there a railing? On both sides, and that was another question we wanted to ask you about. Uh, we'd like to get new railings for them, too. Okay. And how about the landing? How big is the landing? Uh, the same size. Oh, but I mean, is it? But in other words, I come up the four steps, and then there's like a landing, right? Or is it just a step? Well, it's, three, it's just a three. There's three steps plus the landing, so I call it four steps. Okay. Um, where are, where, the same where size. are you? North or south in Chicago? Oh, I'm in Norwich. I'm sorry. Oh, even better. I want you to go. Yeah. I want you to go to a friend of mine in Glenview. It's a company called Stone Cutters. Okay, I've heard of that, yes. Okay. That's in, yeah, they're in, they're in Glenview. Now, they're a countertop company, but they also sell this unglazed porcelain slabs that um, is used for landscaping. And okay. when we redid our porch on our house in Chicago... Okay, years uh, twenty years ago, I had done it in a black slate, and it looked fabulous. But the problem with the slate is, mm-hmm. over time, it just shells off, you know. And so, twenty years later, it just was at the end of its rope. Okay, so uh-huh. this unglazed porcelain is about an inch and a quarter thick. They can make, they can come out and measure, and make treads for your steps. And risers, all out of this unglazed porcelain, and put a little nosing on the front of it. I think I saw something like that not far from my house. It like it overlaps each step overlaps. Is that what you're talking about? The nose. Well, it, it, instead of it being a bunch of little tiles, uh, um, it's one big slab. And so, okay. And so, it, that's a better solution for you. It'll cost you a little bit more. But here's the thing: if you do a bunch of tile and nosing and try and make that work, a the steps are going to look super busy, and b mm-hmm. it's just not going to last with the slab, right? It's not, I'm not worried about ice melt or anything like that. Your mailman's going to appreciate it because they're not going to slip and fall on their rear end, right? <laughs> I mean, the yes. other the other alternative is that. You could pour new steps. And we're trying to avoid that. Okay. So because the house is old and we don't know about the foundation. Got it. So if the, we but, had, but, uh, but the steps and everything when I'm looking at it now Pete, it's all it's sound. It looks good. It's just not I mean in other words, it's not cracking or leaning or anything like that. No, it's becoming porous from like salt and the we have a hard time getting the ice offers. I could scrape the snow off, but then the ice builds up, and you try to scrape that off. And you, uh, I used to put salt on. Now I put kitty litter down. Got it. Got it. Meow. Um, okay. So, yeah. 
I'm, I'm doing. I got the my own. I, there. I got my own show going on in my head here, so don't, don't bother me. Um, yeah, the cats come then. Uh, why don't you start with? Uh, is there a Mrs. Pete? Yes. You and Mrs. Pete take a ride up to Glenview and talk to my friends over there and talk about this unglazed porcelain outdoor tile. Outdoor. I think that's okay. the solution for you. It'll look great too. Do you have any record? I just want well, some of these houses. We, I don't know what they use, but they look good. They just had new steps, and it wasn't poured cement. They were looks like they did something to it, but you can never see the people around. So you I never could stop and ask them. Right, right, right. Uh, what about the railings? Uh, would they put the railings up too? Or? No, that'd be somebody else. You're thinking like a wrought iron railing. Oh, cool. Yes. Would you recommend like a big box store? Or? No, um, you got two choices there. Uh, well, you got more than two okay. choices, but um, um, I don't know if they'll go all the way to Norwich. But um, two people, either Fox Home Center, which is in Alsip, they do a bunch of railing work, um, and then actually, you know, up by you, who may do the railing is you know that Bob Jack's Fence Company in Niles. No. Okay, there's a company that's been around forever. Bob Jacks, plural, fencing. They're in Niles. They've been there forever. I think they do rails, too. It it might be a little... It might be... Yeah, it might not be... uh, It might be a little bit to coordinate, like, because, you know, the thing is, like, stone cutters will cut it all and make, you know, make it all fit, but then you'll need, like, a landscaper to install that onto the concrete. Install the railings. No, install the 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 new porcelain tile. Oh, oh, I see. Wow, right. I thought they would come out and do. Oh, uh, they might. So but the stone cutters. They're the fabricators. The stone cutters don't do that. Yeah, they might. Oh. I would start there, but uh, if 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 you want someone to install, like for me, it was a friend of mine, uh, Tommy Polina Landscaping, who did it. He had never done it before, so it was like a test, and they did a fabulous job. So. You know, the bunch of people here to call. Stonecutters, Tommy Polina Landscaping, Bob Jacks, and Niles. And uh, those will be a bunch of people that should be able to help you out. I appreciate the call, Pete. I'm bumping up against time. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Uh, by the way, our Outdoor Oasis show is sponsored by the Barbecue Authority. Best selection, best prices, most knowledgeable staff, the Barbecue Authority. We'll take a quick break and be right back. I know I said I'm not going to talk about my knee thing, but there's a couple of things that I find I just find very intriguing, uh, Dave and Andy and and Lindsay about the whole thing. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So, it. so I go in on a Tuesday early in the morning, and um, and it just turns out that where I went, people are listeners of the show. <laughs> you know, you have to say your name, right? Hi, I'm Lou Manfredini, and I'm here and. I'm not quite sure how to, you know, like if I was comforted by that or nervous about that. But, you know, oh, I listen to your show all the time. I'm like, wait, are you doing the surgery? Because that's good. But it wasn't. Anyway, um, (laughs) so um, I go into the pre-op. Everyone was super nice. I mean, the nurses and everything. And so then the anesthesiologist comes in. And I'm in my, you know, I'm in my, uh, what are you, my robe, whatever, right? And um, they said, well, you know, we're not putting you asleep. We're going to put you under a local. We're going to give you an epidural, and um, you're going to get this twilight medicine. He goes, now, it could be that you wake up, 
And during the process, and you may be aware of what's going on, but you won't feel anything. And I go, oh, okay. And so while I'm lying in the bed, I see this like apparatus that looks like it looks like a um, like a massage bed, but it's standing up. Can you imagine? You know, like if you ever get a massage, yeah, Andy, yeah. where you put yeah. your face in that ring, yeah, right? But then there's like a thing. I'm like, oh, what's that? But it's goes, vertical. Yeah, like it's vertical. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh well, we're gonna we're gonna give you a little muscle relaxer, and then you're gonna sit up and you're gonna go into this apparatus, and then we're gonna give you the epidural, and you know, and then off you go. The next thing I remember, I'm in recovery. That amazing! Wow. So then I'm lying there, and I have the epidural or whatever. Right, I'm all bandaged up. Things coming out of me left and right. And the anesthesiologist comes in, and and I said, "Hey, I go. Did I sit up? And did you do that whole thing?" And he goes, "Oh yeah." I have no clue whatsoever. So whatever the muscle relaxer was, that's evidently all I needed. <laughs> right? It's pretty amazing. Crazy. It is amazing. And they took care of the rest. It yeah. was amazing. And then you go to the recovery, so then they wheel you out of there, and you're there, and you know, they. this is my favorite part of the whole thing. They always give you, what I remember, they give you graham crackers. And at that point, you know, because you haven't had graham crackers in years. Well, let me tell you something, Dave. When you haven't eaten since like (laughs) eight o'clock the night before, you'll eat anything. It's like a T-bone steak. (laughs) And so, you know, you have to be able to hold the food down. Sure, you have to be able to go to the bathroom. Like, there's the little things that have to happen. Then this physical therapy lady comes in and she says, "Okay, we need to get you up and start walking." I go, "They just replaced my knee," and like, "Oh no, but you can't leave until we can walk." And I think Lindsay Marybeth sent you the video. They took me over to a set of stairs. And they're like, okay, we need you to climb up the stairs. And I got this walker, and she goes, go up with the good leg, down with the bad. And in your mind, you just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get your head around it. And so I said, wait a minute. I go, I just want to understand something. I go, what they did to me, like, you know, putting these new parts in there, is there anything that I could do that could make, break that? She's like, oh, no, no, what they did, um, that's not going to go anywhere. Now we just got to heal all the muscles and the tendons, but the new parts are not going anywhere. Well, then I'm thinking about these parts, right, and, like, what that means about the parts. And so then I started thinking about this guy. Now, I think Dave right away is going to remember this, and I think Andy probably does, too. Lindsay, you're going to have no idea. Take a listen. Absolutely remember that. The $6 million man. The $6 million man. Was Oscar Goldman there with you? (laughs) Right, right. This was the biggest hit in 1973. Lindsay, you have no idea. But they played this two-and-a-half-minute open of the show with Lee Majors, who was married to Farrah Fawcett, by the way. Handsome fella. And uh, this was one of the most popular shows ever, The $6 Million Man. So I'm like Steve Austin. There he is running... Right, that's me, Steve. Do you, have, do you have the uh, the like X-ray eyes now? The, the no, you I just got the, the good knee, extra sharp vision. Just the <laughs> that's all knee. I got. Does it make no, the vision's not. The vision's not good. <laughs> does it make the bionic uh, sound when you arm walk? strength is probably a little lacking yeah, right now because I haven't been able right. to do much. Right, Andy asked, does it make you I have the sound? The bionic sound, yeah, the bionic yeah. sound there. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, I'm going right. to make that sound as I go up and down the stairs. 
just the simple things or using the bathroom that would be a good thing too. seriously though how is how is the uh the therapy going because i've heard that that can be uh painful as, no, as you get i mean i gotta I, I moving got, along they, they, it's moving along i'm good you know what the thing is i'm doing exactly what they tell me yeah and you know what's interesting exactly i'm still i'm i'm i am still a seattle sutton guy i'm still doing the seattle sutton mm-hmm. and that balanced diet is helping me a lot because it's low in sodium and that kind of stuff. So sure, that's all really sure. good for you. And um, so um, it, it's going great. I appreciate you asking. That's the last I'm going to speak about it because, again, I don't want to be like, hey, Jim, how's the, really? how are you doing? Right. So um, I'm going to stop talking about it now. <laughs> okay. I turn the mic off when you do the groans. And when I groan, <laughs> yes, I'm going to turn the mic off. Great. 857 557 Lou, 857-557-4568. Let's take a quick call uh, before we take a break. This is Sharon and Gurney. Hi, Sharon. I'm doing great. How may I help you? Um, I have a flagstone patio, and uh, every year I am power washing it at the beginning of the year because it it just it looks terrible after the you know after this winter. Um, and I'm just wondering if you have a recommendation for something that would make that easier, um, and or after I get it clean, something that would seal it. So, what have you done? A, have you done a wet and forget treatment of it at all? No. Let's start. Let's let's before you do any pressure washing. Okay. I want you to run out and buy a bottle of wet and forget extreme reach hose end. Okay. Now. I want you to take the hose first, and on either side of the patio or the walkway, I want you to spray it down with water, any of the vegetation. Okay. Then you're going to spray the cleaner on that flagstone and get it nice and soapy, right? And then then go back and rinse again the side a little bit with the water if you sprayed a little bit onto the flagstone again, okay? But that's okay. As long as you rinse it, you're okay. And leave it alone. In two weeks, it's going to kill all that organic material, and it's going to work with the rain and the wind, and it's going to look amazing. And then maybe what you do is, you know, we're in May. You know, in the summer, you probably don't have a lot of problems with it, right? Or does it get a lot of sunlight during the day or no? Yeah, yes, the area that I'm talking about. I do. I have, I have flags on the front and the back. The front does not, and it gets mold. Got it. So you're going to do this with the wet and forget. In two weeks, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And maybe in a, in, a, in a couple of months, you hit it again with what you have left in the bottle. Okay, and it's called, that's a product called Wet and Forget? It's called Wet and Forget, and you're going to go to the hardware store, and you're going to ask for the Wet and Forget Extreme Reach Hose End. It's a mouthful, but it works. So that's like some the hose end is a. It goes on the end of a garden. Uh, it goes on the end of a garden hose. Gotcha. Okay. Who makes this product? Wet and forget. <laughs> oh, that's, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I no. I mean, I, I, it's funny because I talk about this product a lot, and um, so um, it, it is. It is fabulous. It has. It can be used on any outdoor surface. Where you've got mold, algae, 
any buildup of organic material, siding, roofs, walkways, decks, you name it. Follow the instructions on the bottle, and you will not be disappointed. Oh, I can't wait. That's awesome, because that power washing is a tedious job. Your life just got a whole lot easier. Awesome. Thanks, Lou. You got it. Be well. I appreciate you calling. Hey, it's time now to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builders. Good morning, Lou. How are you? Doing well, sir. How may I help you? Uh, I live in a condo building. I'm on the third floor, top floor. I bought this unit 10 years ago. It's 15 years old, the building. I've got a pretty large master bedroom, but that's irrelevant. In the corner, one of the corners of the ceiling... Uh, there's a, like a cutout, apparently, at some point, that is two and a half feet by three feet. When I bought the building and had it inspected, everything looked fine. After it was here a while, I noticed that there was separation occurring at this particular spot. Since then, I've had it repaired three times, and three times it's failed. I don't know what to do anymore. It's, you, uh, you said it's a cutout, like it almost looks like well, it's uh, like it looks like would, it would be an access panel type of thing. No, well, it's not an access panel. Uh, I asked the uh, condominium uh, association. Thank you. If there was ever <laughs> a repair through the attic. I'll call it the attic, under the roof, through my unit. And they said no. So uh, to me, it looks like uh, I'm not a drywall guy. I don't, you know, I don't know anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, all I can say is it's, it's it, all the seams are opened yeah. and they're jagged. Let me let, let, let me ask you this, uh, Lloyd. Is it a um, your unit? Is it the roof above you? Yes. And is are those trusses? To the best of your knowledge. To the best of my knowledge, they are. Yes. Now my guess is what you're getting there. The reason why the repair is not holding is that that bottom, what's called the bottom cord of the truss. And, and is this a fairly big building? Like that that roof line that's above you, does it expand across the whole width of the building or something like that? Or, you know? Yes. Okay. So yes. there's a phenomenon in trusses, especially large trusses, where that bottom cord can experience what's called a truss lift. And depending on the uh, weather... And, you know, temperature outside, temperature inside, all that stuff. That bottom cord of the truss, if you imagine a giant rect, uh, a triangle, rather, that bottom leg, it kind of can arch up a little bit like, like a cat, you know, and a cat's not happy type of deal. And um, <clears throat> that can cause the drywall to crack. Just in one particular spot. Right. Because it can just be that there's not enough blocking or bridging or that's one spot that they left off a block that could have firmed it up a little bit. And so okay. the only, you know, if if you said to me, Lou, I need you to fix this once and for all, okay, then I would either, say, and I don't know if there's access to the attic 
through yes, your... There is. Okay. So I would go up in there, and I would go over to this area to see what's going on, like with insulation. Maybe there's no insulation there, okay? It could be as, as simple as that, that when they insulated it, that's a place that doesn't have enough insulation, which is why you're getting more of an arch of this bottom cord. Or maybe there's a it's not screwed to the wall, or it's not blocked, or, or it needs to be unscrewed. Like one of the phenomenons, when this first occurred... Uh, you know, my partner Mike and I, when we were in business, we experienced this for the first time 30 years ago, where you actually don't connect the drywall to the um, to the truss cord by the walls. You put blocking there to allow it to lift up, and so it doesn't crack. So the bottom line is, whoever you're going to get to fix this has to come in and go into the attic and inspect and see what's going on and do some additional framing probably, before it gets fixed. And so you're going to start with a carpenter, and you're going to end with a painter to get this all fixed. Appreciate the phone call bumping up against time here. Our Outdoor Oasis show, by the way, is sponsored by Arnold Electric Services, Chicagoland's electrical experts. We need to go into the WGN newsroom and check in with Dave Schwann. Well, we're talking about, you know, all day today about the outdoor oasis. And I have to tell you, one of the things, I mean, there's all different parts of it, right, that make it amazing. But good lighting uh, really does make a difference when it comes to enjoying your outdoor space. Uh, No question about it. Sure, you can plug a few things in. But if you have a plan and you create it the right way, then it can be really something super special. And somebody that can help you with that are the folks over at Arnold Electric Services. Joining me on the phone line right now is Jack Arnold, who is the president of Arnold Electric Services, which, Jack, works out well because your name is in the title of the company. (laughs) Yeah, how about it? How about it? Thanks for uh, having us on here again, Lou. Appreciate appreciate the opportunity to be back. (laughs) Absolutely. And and a big thank you, by the way. I was off last week. uh, with a little uh, uh, medical procedure, and you were kind enough to sit in with another group of folks, and uh, I got nothing but good reviews. I would love to tell you that awesome. I listened, but I was uh, I was on so much medicine that I, I don't even know what my name was last Saturday, so thank you so much for helping out. Oh, yeah, yeah. appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> Fun little thing to do. So. Um, you know, I had the opportunity, I'm um, working on a project uh, in Evanston, and uh, you guys came in with a, a really nice group of, of electricians to, to do a, a project, new service for me on a, on a house we're working on. And I was just so impressed by the quality of work. And these, these guys literally just had, they had one speed, go, you know, and they were, and they were, but they were thorough and they asked yeah. lots of questions. And, um, you know, as somebody that is, um, you know, has always been a proponent for the trades, uh, it was just really nice to see, I mean, I'm an old man now, but to see young, <laughs> young people in the trades. I mean, one of the, one of them was as young as 19 years old, but they were just yep. working really hard and doing a nice job. And um, I know it made me happy to see. It's got to make you, as the owner of a company like that, happy to see that you have such good people. Yeah, definitely. You know, we try really hard. Uh, it when you, like you said, when you do have your last name uh, in the title of the company, it kind of holds you to a little bit of a higher standard. You know, you want people representing you well and been able to, you know, get that through, through our core values, our mission and vision. And we take a real long time to hire people and make sure we have a good fit for the team and usually translates pretty well. So, 
Yeah, it's great to hear that. Uh, it was a good experience for yeah, you too. Absolutely, really a, a nice experience. And so I want to I want to um, give people an opportunity to have that same experience with you. And you know, we're talking a lot about outdoor lighting, and uh, you know, I can go to. I can go to Home Depot or Ace or Costco and I can buy a bunch of outdoor lights and then have no place to plug it in or have it be super, super yeah. inconvenient um, when it comes to how you do this. Uh, you guys at Arnold Electric can kind of help people understand what they're trying to do outdoors and really help create uh, a plan so that it's it's safe, it makes sense, and ultimately yep. it works, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, there's three different levels of lighting that you want to think about, whether it's outdoors or indoors, and it's accent, task, and ambient lighting. What are you going to be using your outdoor oasis for? And it's kind of hard to think about an outdoor oasis without outdoor lighting, yeah. you know, and you can create whatever environment you want and make it transform into a new type of space. And it's kind of with the idea of it, right? So, right, right. So you you set up that lighting, but the whole point too is that we got to make sure that it all makes sense from a standpoint of how this stuff gets wired in, and that's where uh, the expertise of Arnold Electric can come in, right? Like you think yeah, about all yeah. that, but then that that framework of what it takes is what's important. Yeah, right. Exactly. You want to you want to plan it out. You know, if you're putting a hardscape patio in, you want to pre-plan to have the electric run before the patio is put in, or else you're going back and trying to find a workaround and um you know that you're right you just want the stuff to work so you could go to costco or home depot and you could get you know maybe some solar powered lights or something but there's no real guarantee that it's going to work and when you go out there you just want to kind of walk out there and be able to use this stuff and there there's a lot out there that you could you know use to make it a little more convenient for yourself um you know remote control lighting or um, smart lighting through an app. So you walk out there, you turn, you open up your app and turn the lights on and you have a certain scene set up for you. I think so those the, are all things to consider. Yeah, I, I think two people will be surprised with the fact that I, I know for a lot of us, if you live in older homes, right, you know, traditionally like, well, I got an outlet in the front and I got an outlet in the back. And, um, you know, it's, it's never enough. And it was probably, you know, no. way back when that was the code, right? Um, but yep. I mean, gosh, just doing simple, adding some receptacles outdoors on dedicated circuits um, can really just make people's lives a lot easier, not only from a enjoyment standpoint, but even, you know, plugging things in for maintenance or, or whatever it might be, uh, doing work around your home. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, um, GFC outlets are, excuse me, GFCI outlets are the type of outlet you're going to want to use outside and that, you know, stands for ground fault circuit interrupter. And you want to use that anytime you're near water. And, um, yeah, it, you want to put the things on separate circuits. So, again, that the lighting works appropriately and safely. That's the main thing, you know, with all this is... Right. Like you said, you could have the one outlet that was already there, and you have cords running. You don't, you don't want that. You want to eliminate the risk of anything bad going on, like electric shock or anything like that when you're outdoors. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense. I, I, I was, you know, I was uh, sitting on the couch with my leg up in the air watching 60 Minutes, and there was a whole, <laughs> there was a whole story about you know this this whole big movement in the U.S. and really globally, right about how more electrical is coming into play, right? I mean, you've got 
Um, What is it? The state of New York, I think, just passed a law that, you know, new construction homes won't have gas-fired furnaces, you know, after a certain number of years. The city of Evanston is actually looking at doing something like that. I mean, for for a company like you, um, you know, updating electrical and and really, and then I'm going to shift gears a little bit, pun intended, but, you know, with the whole EV electrical car thing, um, you know, part of the problem with that, world of the ev cars is that the infrastructure is just not there yet right the That's um, correct. You, you, even though you can say oh there's a charger over here i can go plug my car in but it may not work that's the big downside you hear from a lot of people yeah. now you have the ability to put these faster chargers in people's homes right that uh, yeah. n- not like the fast ones when you go to like the big grocery stores but one that if you plug the car in overnight it would it would charge the car up all the way that's correct. Yeah. So we're Arnold Electric's a Tesla certified EV charger installer, and we install Tesla chargers, uh, another juice box, and then um, charge point chargers. And we have the ability to install those, and it's definitely coming down the pipeline. And you're talking about the state of New York, you know, converting over from gas to electric stoves. I think the state of Illinois in general is following that too, like you yeah. said, along with Evanston. And then um, National Electrical Code is also updated that any new construction home build is going to require the garage to be EV charger ready. So, wow. Yeah. So, you know, that doesn't mean you got to be code cop Carl and go update your garage for EV charger ready if you don't have an EV charger, but it's just something to think about. And when, when you do do something like that, it also helps increase the value of your home. Well, but but also, too, Jack, from a standpoint of planning, right, if someone's out there going, you know what, I want to buy an electric car, right, yep. Um, yep. Which, which I think is awesome, right? That's awesome. But yeah. this is the kind of thing that where, you know, before I go buy it and I take delivery, I'm going to have the electrician come and put this thing in for me because I would imagine that, yeah. right, I mean, you've got to run the, uh, the the appropriate electrical wiring and piping, whatever it might be, to the garage, and then from there, you know, in other words, people don't necessarily have to um, know that they're buying a Ford or a Tesla or a Chevrolet uh, electric car, but you got to get that raw power in there, and then from there, you make the connection for the appropriate charger, correct? Yes, that's correct, and that, there, yeah, there is a lot of planning that's involved in that, and might sound like a great idea to buy the electric car and you're just going to use a supercharger in the neighborhood. And like you said, sometimes those don't work. The, yeah. We have one, um, with two of them at Arnold electric, we use one, my wife and I, between the two of us and the chargers at her work don't, don't do not work. Right, <laughs> so, right, you know, um, crazy, but it would be, yeah, it would be a level two charger you'd put in your garage and it is when well, you're talking about planning and outdoor oasis is too, it, you're updating the electric to your garage, plan for that EV charger, and then you could put a sub-panel out in your garage where you could have those additional circuits for your lighting or outdoor heaters or whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah, it um, sounds great. A I mean, bit of, yeah, planning goes a long way. <laughs> 100%, 100%. Jack Arnold is the president of Arnold Electric Services. Um, Jack, if people want to get a hold of you, whether it's for uh, – you know, changing out some switches, adding some outdoor uh, receptacles and and circuits yep. to, for outdoor lighting, or even that EV chargers. How do they get a hold of you, folks? Yeah, just uh, you can give us a buzz at seven seven three 
647-1120. And then uh, you can also check us out at arnoldelectricchicago.com. I really appreciate yeah. you, I really appreciate you taking the time this morning. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Lou. I appreciate the opportunity. Have a great rest of your day as well. You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Um, my daughter-in-law actually asked me to call you. She's too embarrassed, or shy. <laughs> she has um, a pretty big house that faces south, and the bottom, the top half is sided, but the bottom half is brick, and she wants to paint the brick. What should she use? Well, <clears throat> tell you, this is your daughter-in-law or daughter? Yeah, daughter-in-law. Once we paint that brick, it's going to be really yeah. hard to go back. Okay. So just know that. Okay. All right. Um, what I would do is I would pressure wash the brick. Make uh-huh. sure that all of the... T- well, let me ask you this. Is it a home... That brick is more of a facade, right? It's not a brick home. It's a frame home with a brick facade. It actually looks like brick to me. Oh no, no, no! I'm sure it's brick, but in other words, okay, it's not a it's not a true brick home. Oh, I don't know. How okay. would I know by looking? At well, maybe my guess. How, when was the home built? Oh. Well, you're asking me questions. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so and, okay, and you know what? It also I, I, has it has like those big brick boulders on the front. Oh, like um, you ever fieldstone? Yeah, like fieldstone. She wants to paint that I too. Guess. Yeah. Okay, so my guess is, and this is just Kathy. This is just for me to kind of figure out how to guide you. It's a frame yeah. house. That brick uh-huh. on the lower level is almost like siding, but it's real brick. Okay. okay. In other words, if I took the brick down, there would be a wall behind it. So, oh, I see. Have your daughter or whomever pressure wash the brick. Make sure mm-hmm. that the tuck pointing is in good shape. Uh huh. Okay. Then I want you to use a bonding primer on the brick called Sticks. S T I X. Bonding primer. Yes. Then when that dries, she's going to use uh-huh. an exterior paint. Benjamin Moore just launched a brand new exterior line called Elements. And Elements. I would use that over the sticks primer in any color that she wants. Okay. But listen, the key yeah. in what yeah. I just told you is the bonding primer. The bonding, yes. I, I did actually, because I had called you once before about our kitchen cabinets and I don't think that they use the right primer. And I said to her, if you're going to do it, I'm calling Lou because he'll tell me the right, the primer is really important. Right. Yeah. Well, you're good. You're a good (laughs) mother-in-law. Well, you know, can I tell you a little funny story? Sure. Uh, They think you're my boyfriend because I always say, well, Lou told me, Lou told me. Mm. And my grandchildren go, oh, she's got a boyfriend, Lou, Lou. (laughs) I forget to call you Mr. Fix-It. I know. Hey, Kathy, it'll be our little (laughs) secret. Okay. Thanks, Lou. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day to you. I appreciate you calling this morning. Hey, our Outdoor Oasis show is sponsored by Arnold Electric Services.
Chicagoland's electrical experts. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studio, and the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Um, Andy and Dave and Lindsay, that movie Air streamed on Amazon Prime. Yeah, we were going to watch it last it? night. Well, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, the wife and I are definitely going to watch it. You're going to... Uh, Andy, I actually thought of you because, you know, we're... Well, I mean, because we're around the same age. Right. I mean, I'm a little older than you, but, you know, that whole Jordan era, even for you, Dave Schwan. Oh, absolutely. The, yeah. The whole... Um, th- it's, the, the movie is about Nike that was really a small little company in the early 80s, you know, in the shoe game. It was dominated by Adidas mm-hmm. and Converse, and they were a running shoe company, right? And um, but they did have this basketball division, and they were kind of always getting the you know third and fourth players trying you know, and, and their pursuit of Michael Jordan changed the whole dynamic of the industry forever, and it is so interesting. It's really not about Michael Jordan at all. It's about, I mean, it is, but it it it, it, it says a lot, kind of. And it, when you think about where we are with these college players, how they're getting now compensated for right. their their ability, it was Jordan that sort of started that way back then. Because yeah. the companies didn't view the players. Uh, how to how to dis- Well, I don't want to give too much away. It's a good movie, and you should watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could probably go back and look, and Michael Jordan, more than likely, and I feel pretty safe saying this, made more money through Nike than he did through the Bulls. I'll wait for you to watch yeah. the movie. <laughs> so I'm saying, I mean, that's, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of guys that have that. I mean, LeBron James is, is making more money off the court than he is on. There's a lot of guys that have multiple endorsement deals that obviously were paved by Michael and, and actually his mom. There's a thing in the movie. And Isn't there something about There's, his mother in there also? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his mother plays a pivotal role, but yeah, played by Viola Davis, who's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um, and Viola Davis's real-life husband plays Michael Jordan's father. It's actually very well done. It's Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, uh, J- Jason Bateman, um, the guy that... Well, I don't want to give too much away. I, but Here's what I'm going to say, Andy, when you said yeah. about mon- money being made. Mm-hmm. They're going to... In the movie, they're going to th- think about like what their expectation was of the shoes that they would sell if they did this deal. And then the reality of just the first year. <laughs> yeah. It is mind-boggling. Everybody then, in high school had those shoes. Every I did. Yeah. I mean, well, I was out of high school by then. But, but I, I mean, I can remember when I played grade school basketball and high school basketball, I wore Chuck Taylor um, canvas shoes, mm-hmm. right? The high tops, and yeah. The high tops. And then in high school, Nike had just come out. Converse had a leather shoe. I think it was, oh yeah, no, it was. I wore, I wore the Converse Weapon, <laughs> which was the Laker shoe from Magic Johnson. Hmm. And uh, and then Nike kind of entered the fray with, with shoes. And then that first Jordan, there's just such a fun thing about you know nike was the scrappy i mean it was already a billion dollar company but in that arena the risks they were willing to take is really something it is definitely worth a watch we're definitely going to watch it there you go my pick to click today 
857-557-4568. This is uh, Barb in Chicago. Hey, Barb, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Oh, hi, Lou. I'm wondering if you could help me. I want to um, replace cabinet doors. I, I just bought an older condo, and the doors don't close properly. They're old. And uh, Home Depot quoted me $15,000. I was wondering if I could buy unfinished um, cabinet doors and have somebody paint them. You absolutely could. They're and... already painted white. The rest of them, the rest of it is white. Yeah. There are a bunch of online sources for this, and um, it's way more affordable than you think. Um, you know, if you chose a what what um, the doors that you have now, keep in mind the fact that they don't close is probably it. The hinges need to be redone and reset. You know, all of that goes into it. Yeah. So it's just I don't I don't like the style. Okay. All right. So, so um, th- there's two issues here, and I, I, you know, depends on your ability and what you wanna, um, what you wanna do here. You need to measure the doors. You need to order the correct doors. Then someone needs to dry fit the doors with new hinges on your existing cabinets. Right, so before they get painted, mm-hmm. they're going to set them all up. Okay, look, these all work. Ba, 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 ba. And then they're going to take them apart, sand them, prime them, paint them. Um, that typically, you know, a, a painter could do that, like if you hired a painter. But there's a little bit of carpentry work that has to go into that as well. So, you know, it's a little bit involved. I'm just trying to figure out who yeah. it is I could tell you, but it's not fifteen thousand dollars. No. How, how many do- uh, how, how yeah. many doors, actual doors, do you need to replace? I I think there's like twenty four, but some of them are you know smaller up above the, the range and up above the sink. Up, I'm, I thought I'd get rid of the ones up above the refrigerator because I, there's no way I'm gonna ever use them. Um. But there's there's a lot. They're they're not. It's a small kitchen. I can't believe there's that many doors. Oh, I know. There's doors on either side of the peninsula. Right. Well, so I, I mean, can get rid of those doors. On average, on, on average, you know, for a decent you know door that's paint ready, you're going to spend if you bought them online, all of them, you'd probably spend one hundred and fifty dollars per door. Oh my gosh. Okay. Times that many, you know, you're at thirty five, thirty eight hundred bucks, right? With tax. Yeah. Then, yeah. then, so I mean, I'm just trying to give you an idea. So let let's call it four thousand dollars with tax with the doors. Then I need hardware for everything. Okay, that's probably five hundred mm-hmm. bucks. So now we're at forty five hundred. Then I have the labor of somebody to come and fit all those doors. And then to paint it, I can easily get to ten thousand dollars. Now it's not fifteen thousand dollars, but it's not out of the realm of what that would cost. I see. Now, the Home Depot world—you know—I mean, you know—they hire outside contractors. You pay Home Depot. You've got some. Uh, you know, some, uh, f- not familiarity, but, you know, you got a big company you're dealing with, so if there's a problem, they're not going anywhere. 
There's also uh, Ace Hardware has a handyman service. They might be someone worth contacting. They may tackle something like this. You're where are you, Barb? Where, what part of Chicago are you in? Uh, far south side. So if you go okay, to if you go to AceHardware.com, there's a handyman service button there, and they be, there may be a, a dealer there. I don't know. They all depending on where the franchise is. Some do this, some don't. You know, you could try that. There's also a company that's been around for a very long time called Kitchen Tune-Up. And this is their business, basically, refacing or putting new cabinet doors on there. Just get some multiple bids so you can kind of see it. But just to let you know, it's probably a $10,000 proposition at the bare minimum. I see. Okay. I um, I, I appreciate hearing it from you, Lou. I'm happy to give you any insight and guidance I possibly can to help you make the right decision. Thanks so much for the phone call. It's 921 in the morning. Today's Outdoor Oasis show is sponsored by the Barbecue Authority. Best selection, best prices, most knowledgeable staff, the Barbecue Authority. And also by Proven Winners Color Choice Shrubs. Trialed and tested for your success. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, hey Frank, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, Lou, uh, I took some, uh, there are two sh- uh, uh, sheets of. Uh, uh, First word, sounds like it's a movie. Uh, <laughs> sheets of drywall, I'm sheets all... of, that's okay, sheets of plywood. No. You need to change no, your sheets. I guess. No, it's I'm not linen. changing my sheets. Anyway, I'm in the kitchen <laughs> and I wanted to put put up some tiles. Uh, Behind the uh, stove and behind the uh, a backsplash, a backsplash, backsplash. Well, I want to put tiles back there, and I took off the wallpaper. Okay, there are two coats of wallpaper on there, and when I found uh, the wallpaper was coming off easy, but there's masonite behind it, like that pigboard, uh, pigboard material. Okay, Liter- I was wondering if uh, L- wait, literally, pardon? literally pegboard. Well. No, it doesn't have the holes in it, but oh, it has uh, that, that material. It, it's that, that material. Okay, it's that material exactly. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I was wondering if uh, those tiles are going to stick to that, or am I going to have to uh, take all of that off and put up uh, drywall? Um, what's the what 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 is the kind of tile you want to put on? Uh, you know they're they're probably like. One by three, they come in sheets of maybe like 18 by 12. And that masonite uh, backer is sound? Oh, yeah. it's. I'm looking at it right now. It's, it's, it's solid. Okay. So what I would tell you to use, instead of using, a, instead of using like a thin set mortar, or, you know, you can use, uh-huh. like there's a grout, there's a premixed grout that you can buy that you can use to set it and use it as the grout. I don't want you to use that. I want I you. To, I want you to use an adhesive. Okay. Because then the tile adhesive, you know, go ahead and and oh, so these are going to be sheets. Okay. So then you, what you're going to do is use a notched trowel, probably an eighth inch notched right. trowel. Work in a section. Put the adhesive up there, and then mm-hmm. put and then put your panels up and you know put them together like. Um, 
you know, because they're going to fit together like a puzzle as you work your way around the room. Right. But, but keep right. The, but keep this in mind with the adhesive as you as you press it in place. If you get a little bit of the adhesive that squeezes through the gaps in the tile, just make sure you yeah. keep like a plastic putty knife um, and a rag so you can, as you get it all set and the adhesive is still um, damp. Pliable. Correct. Yeah. Use the plastic putty knife to cut it away and wipe it away so that when you come back in the grout, it'll accept the grout. Uh-huh. Gotcha. gotcha. And I mean, and that's so something, you know, you'll... Yeah, you can go one whole wall and then kind of step back and use a bright light and figure out, you know, what's yeah. going on so you can wipe it all away and then let that dry. And with the yeah. adhesive, I don't think you're going to have a problem as long as the nope. masonite itself is sound. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it. It's not a big area because yeah. right, the wife's been after me to get after the, to change the uh, range hood. Got it. It was it's an old, so I changed the range hood and. You can't get that exact size. Right. So it's a little bit smaller, so it exposed, you know. Right, right. Yeah, you know, like a big hole there. But uh, all, all the those is- all those kinds of improvements like that, right, it always leads to a little thing that will let them drive you crazy. But I get it. I mean, and in the end, it'll look good. It's just a little bit more work. It's a little more work, yeah. But uh, that's, uh, that's wonderful. That's that's what I'll do. Because I was thinking, oh, boy, if I had it, I'm going to start tearing all that masonite out to... Uh, no, be a project. as long as it's sound, I think you're good to go. All righty, wonderful. Thanks, Lou. Have a great day. Appreciate you calling this morning. 857-5574-LOU. Welcome back to House March Radio. Lou Manfredini. Um, you know, there's something about cooking outdoors. I don't know what it is, um, but it is something that is just amazing. And, um, you know, I, I go on this uh, yearly trip with a bunch of buddies of mine in October, and uh we, we go camping and fishing and skeet shooting and we cook everything over an open fire outside, you know, and we all, everything sm- smells like a campfire. Well, we're a little bit more sophisticated now because we've got all these uh, wonderful uh, barbecue items and grills and things of all different sorts that you can use to create this unbelievable experience. And, you know, we're talking about oasis and, and, and creating an outdoor space where you can cook and entertain and welcome people, I think, is such an important thing. Joining me on the phone line is Adam McMahon, who is the president over at the Barbecue Authority. Adam, good morning and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Morning, Lou. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, what is it about cooking outdoors? I mean, I know I love to do it, and um, it, there, there's just something about it. I don't know. Is it primal? What, what, what do you think it is? I, you know, mainly I think it's social. Uh, we get outside. We're in the sun. Uh, we have other people out there with us. The open flame. Um, there's something about it that just brings people together. And it's funny because it kind of transcends seasons. See more and more people, uh, you know, cooking outside 365 days a year. So yeah. to your point, I'm not sure if it's primal or if it's social, but there's something definitely that gravitates people to the grill. Well, and I, and I think that, um, you know, one of the things that's probably most challenging with this is there are a gazillion different products out there, and it can be super confusing for people. Um, tell me a little bit about the Barbecue Authority and who you people are and how you can help people. Sure. So uh, we've made our livelihood sifting through those thousands of products and kind of narrowing it down to uh, 
the the best uh, the best value and the best products that you could find. Right. Um, so we have a retail location in the Chicagoland area. Um, if you're if you're local to Chicago, uh, we're in Lyle and Ogden Avenue. Uh, but I think our biggest presence is probably at BBQAuthority.com. Uh, we're we're available nationwide. Uh, we sell all our products on our website. And we're just a group of people that, uh, you know, on top of making our living off uh, grills and barbecue and so on and so forth, we truly enjoy it. Uh, we use all the products that we sell. Uh, we test them out. So, uh, like I said, we sift through all that noise and uh, kind of narrow down the latest and greatest for you. Is that, Adam, is that kind of why you started? Because there's a lot of garbage out there. And, and I mean, even a lot of garbage that... You could spend a fair amount of money on and then be disappointed. Um, I mean, was was your goal to be able to kind of sift through, as you mentioned, and find the best value? Like, look, if you buy this, yeah, it might cost you a couple extra bucks, but this is what it can do, and, and this is why you're going to like it. I mean, it, it, it seems like that's really the, the, the passion behind what you guys do at, at Barbecue Authority. Absolutely. So, you know, funny enough, we actually started in the fireplace business. Hmm. Um, you know, we've been around actually, uh, our, our predecessor company, which, which is still around today, fireplace and chimney authority. Uh, we've been around since 1992. Uh, but we had a couple of fireplace manufacturers that actually made grills. So we said, Hey, you know what, what the heck, uh, fireplaces weren't selling so hot in the summer back in the day. <laughs> right. So why don't we bring some, uh, grills in? Uh, and that's what we did. Um, and we realized, you know, there's something behind, uh, a really well-made grill that uh, just changes the way you cook. Yeah. Um, and, you you know, we were down, in the beginning we had a couple different grills. We had people coming in and asking, hey, what about this? Hey, what about this? Hey, what about this? So uh, we, we'd bring product lines in. Some we kept. Some we would go through and say, hey, you know what? This isn't for us. But absolutely, that's, uh, that's what we did is as our customers came and we're looking for more and more categories within the barbecue line. We just started to bring in lines and saw, uh, try to figure out what what offered the kind of the best bang for the buck. Uh, and now, I mean, we literally have uh, you know uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of different manufacturers we work with. I love um, hearing a story like that, right? Where you were in this other business, you know, a successful business, and then you know somebody comes and says, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And probably initially, you know, you were like, "Huh." Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that we could try that. Whatever. Let's see what happens. And then all of a sudden, you know, lightning strikes and you realize that there's a great opportunity for, I mean, th- there is this kind of cult-like following when it comes to so many different um, manufacturers and, and things that people are so interested in. Um, you, I, I'm, you said you focus on the quality ones, but what are some of your better sellers uh, at the Barbecue Authority and the barbecueauthority.com? And and why? Why do you think that is? Uh, you know, standing behind manufacturers that stand behind their product are always going to be the best sellers. Uh, a couple that stand out uh, currently are Napoleon Grills. Uh, they make a pretty moderately priced grill, but their warranties are absolutely uh, insane. Personally, mm. uh, a lot of their grills offer uh, lifetime warranties on the majority of the grill itself. Wow. Um, and you know, you don't have to spend five, six, $7,000 on a grill. A lot of their grills are going to be at that 3000 point and under. 
Um, so people really love that price point and they love the warranty that uh, Napoleon offers to stand behind those grills. A uh, couple other ones that come to mind, Fire Magic uh, out of California makes a beautiful luxury grill. Um, three, all 304 stainless, very high BTU, but also a very nice warranty on there. Um, and kind of one last product that comes to mind, oh, which is newer to the game, is Gosney, which is a pizza oven manufacturer. Oh, yeah. Uh, they make a uh, very, very uh, quality product, versatile. You could use gas or, or wood on there um, at a very nice price point. And that's actually our uh, product of the month at Barbecue Authority. Um, so if uh, you're in the Chicagoland area, you're looking for a pizza oven, we're offering a free gift uh, with any Gosney that you purchase. And uh, obviously our, our, you know, uh, our low price guarantee that you know we're never you're never going to find a lower price than ours. I've and seen will- I've seen that Gosney uh, pizza oven and and I've seen it. You know they have some elaborate uh, setup where they've got a stand and they put it up. It is it is literally a work of art. And people say that the pizzas that they crank out of these things are unbelievable. Um, and and that leads me to kind of you know creating that outdoor space, right? I mean in many respects that where you cook and do all that can sort of become a, a centerpiece, right? When you're creating that outdoor living space. Absolutely. Uh, you know, outdoor kitchens and outdoor cooking spaces have been real popular in the coastal areas, uh, you know, for decades. Um, and in the past 10 years, we've really seen them become fixture uh, in the Midwest and especially the Chicago area. Um, so beyond just having, you know, the gas grill, we're seeing more and more people, uh, really make their either patio or deck uh, a full kitchen where they're, they're going to have more than just that gas grill. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really something. Um, tell me a little bit about your team. Uh, you talked about how good these grills are and the warranty and whatnot, but I know you're also very proud of the people uh, that work and, and do all the, 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 the heavy lifting over at the Barbecue Authority. Yeah, we have. I couldn't be prouder of our team. Uh, great group of people that we work with. Uh, some of them, you know, already had a passion for barbecue and outdoor cooking, um, going in, uh, and some of them, you know, uh, like the idea of having a, uh, a stable job and then they, <laughs> they became, uh, uh, a barbecue, uh, fanatic while working, uh, for us. But I would say just about everybody, uh, that works for us loves outdoor cooking. Um, almost everybody, if not everybody has one of our grills, in many cases, um, multiple uh, grills that we offer and they really just immerse themselves. So, you know, when you talk to one of our people, you're not talking, you're talking to somebody that truly has a vested interest in getting you the best product for your situation because right. they've done the same thing. Right. Um, I know that, you know, you said that, you know, you, the, the thrust of your sales is the barbecueauthority.com. And obviously this show uh, not only broadcasts in Chicago, but it streams all across the country. So anybody listening, of course, can go to your website. But um, you're also very proud of your cooking classes um, because that can involve everyone. I mean, anybody can become a barbecue aficionado if they just know how to use these grills and maybe some recipes and tricks of the trade, right? Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, in the Chicago area, we have cooking classes. Um, and we notice, you know, both uh, folks that we deal with around the country and folks that we deal locally, a lot of times it's going to start with just one member of the family 
uh, coming in and saying, Hey, I, you know, I want this, I, I want that. Yeah. But the people who are happiest with their outdoor setups and what happens in most times and most, uh, circumstances anyway, is they really get the whole family involved. You know, they'll bring, they'll bring the wife, they'll bring the kids. Uh, they'll say, Hey, you know, honey, I want this or, or dad, I want this. And those are the people <laughs> that really get the most out of their outdoor yeah. kitchen, yeah. um, or their outdoor living space. If, uh, you could incorporate, uh, the entire family, uh, mom, dad, kids, whatever. And the, the biggest thing is, is, you know, none of this stuff is, is rocket science. None of this stuff is hard to use. Um, so when you do, you know, either go through a cooking class in a, at our Chicagoland location, or uh, you just look at some of the recipes or blogs on our website, uh, it's very easy to get the whole family involved. None of this is very difficult. Right. Um, Adam, uh, do, you, uh, you, do you have any other special sales coming up uh, that people could take advantage of at thebarbecueauthority.com? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so you, we always have uh, a wide range of promotions. We have a full promotion page. Uh, we work with our manufacturers that bring different promotions in a week-by-week and month-by-month basis. Uh, if you are in Chicago or you're going to be in the Chicagoland area uh, in June, we, all, we are teaming up with Primo, uh, which is one of our Kamado, uh, uh, Kamado grill manufacturers. That's an, awesome, uh, 20- that's an awesome grill. It is an awesome grill. Uh, very versatile lot you could do with a great charcoal grill. Um, so Primo is coming to Chicago on June 25th. They'll be at our store, uh, between noon and four in Lyle, uh, cooking demonstrations. They're bringing in a bunch of their influencers. There'll be a band, uh, different promotions, specials on the grills themselves, a ton of food, drinks, you name it. So if you're going to be awesome. uh, in the area June 25th, definitely stop by. That's awesome. Um, and finally, uh, it's not just, uh, over at the barbecue authority, it's not just about selling grills and, you know, making a profit. Um, you also are very proud of, uh, how you guys give back to the community. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we're all, I mean, we're always doing something working with, uh, one local group or another. Uh, we've done charity, uh, fest for, uh, the MS society. Um, right before COVID, we were, uh, working with the special Olympics on our, uh, on a festival with them. Currently, right now, with our special formula number four, which is our actually our own hot sauce and our own rub, mm. uh, a portion of every sale uh, goes to support homeless veterans. Uh, my business partner is a very proud uh, Marine, so uh, something near and dear to all our hearts. So uh, that's what we're currently doing to try to help out a little bit. A portion of all sales go to homeless veterans. You got a lot of places to spend your money, and I think that when you find companies that are willing to give back and do it consistently, it's a great place to uh, to do that. All right, Adam, give uh, give us all the information where people can learn more uh, about your business and help them create an outdoor living space and a, a centerpiece when it comes to outdoor cooking. Sure, absolutely. So all socials at BBQ Authority, online at bbqauthority.com. Or if you're in the Chicagoland area, come visit us at 1702 Ogden Avenue in Lyle. BBQ Authority. Now, in my notes here, there's a dash. Is there a dash in that name, or will it will it come up without either one, it? Either one will work. If either. you go BBQ Dash Authority or BBQ Authority, it's all going to the same place. Adam McMahon is the president of the Barbecue Authority. Adam, I really do appreciate you taking time this morning. The best of luck to you, your partner, and your entire team over there. Thank you, Luke. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857 557 Lou. Now I just want to get out and barbecue. <laughs> 
That's what I want to do. I'm like so hungry just thinking about all the things you could cook outside. 857-557-4LOU. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, good morning, Lou. I have a question regarding drywall installation. Okay. I always thought you should hang drywall left to right, not top to bottom. Left to right, top to bottom. Is that correct? Drywall typically gets hung horizontally. I guess that's what you mean Mm -hmm. by left to right. So in other words, if I was going to put a full sheet of drywall on a wall... It would be four feet tall and eight feet wide, essentially, although there are 12-foot sheets available as well. Okay. Why do you ask? Because it's been put up in my basement, and I have 30-some-odd seams of drywall now that need to be um, taped and mudded. Well, but, so, but, but wait, 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 wait. But in your basement, so in other words, so every four feet... There's a there's a seam, but then the ceiling. Well, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have done that either. Uh, because <laughs> so is it is it less than eight feet tall? Yeah, yeah. It's only a little over seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, so and, um, well, but but hear hear me out now. If you had mm-hmm. gone the other way, so I mean, the the nice thing about the way they did it is that, you know, you get the factory edges, you know, have a little bit of a depression in them. Mm-hmm. Okay? So now when we tape it and we mud it, you'll get a cleaner finish. If you turned it horizontally, every eight feet, you'd have a factory edge that have to be cut out. And, I mean, it. in what... I get, I'm, I'm just thinking this through. Based on your project, it could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Well, then when you, no matter which way you put it, you just factory edge. It should be the wall sheet, the plywall sheet, butt to butt. Is that correct? Well, if you went horizontally, that would be correct. But then you'd have more prep work to get those seams to look good. With the vertical seams, yes, you have more, but the finished product of the wall should be better. Mm. Well, these these seams, unfortunately, are probably like an inch, an inch to two inches apart. So, um, well, that's not good. Yeah. No, I didn't think it was. No, good. that's not so good. That's not good. Case. No matter which way it goes. <laughs> no, mm. no, I didn't think so. Right. I think it's got to be taken down and start again. All right. Mm, good I luck. appreciate I'm sorry. the information. Sorry about that. I know Thanks. that's okay. Thanks. Take care. Bye bye. You too. Appreciate your call this morning. Eight five seven. 5574LU. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back.